What's going on, everybody? Welcome into Red Zone Radio. I am Robert Wampler. It is great to be here. Great to have you. Just a reminder, you can listen to Red Zone Radio on the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and anywhere that you get your podcasts. You can also follow Red Zone Radio on Instagram at redzone underscore radio. So the NFL Draft is three days away. Cannot wait for the NFL Draft. I'm, I'm, it makes us see what a lot of teams do. But let's start off with the 49ers. So the 49ers have the third overall pick, and a report comes out today that they are down to Mac Jones and Trey Lance. So uh, so apparently last week when they said that it was that, that, that Justin Fields was the favorite, that's what Fox bet, a lot of Vegas, a lot of people had Justin Fields as the favorite. Apparently something had changed now. To And the crazy part is there's all these reports coming out. Uh, Justin Fields is the only one they're looking at. Mac Jones is the hands-on favorite. Now Trey Lance is in the conversation. But the crazy part is these aren't just random reports. These aren't just coming out of, out of nowhere, thin air. Real reporters are reporting this stuff. Ian Rappaport, Adam Schefter, big guys, big names, very trustworthy. I don't think they're making this up. I think what's going on is the, the 49ers are creating this like they're trying to put a curtain over what they're doing because they just want to wreck the teams behind them that are trying to get a quarterback. Patriots, you want a quarterback? Sorry, we don't know if Trey Landscape available. Bill Belichick wants you to make a. If Bill Belichick wants his team to make a call to trade up and get Trey Lance, coach, we don't know if he's available. The 49ers are saying they might take. If the Broncos want to trade up and get a quarterback, they don't know if Matt. It, 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 see, here's the thing, too. This this disrupts the Broncos in in particular because the Broncos. I think they'll trade up to get Trey Lance. I don't think they want to trade up to get Mac Jones. Maybe just the Phillies, but I don't think they want to trade up and get Mac Jones. If Trey Lance is taken, do they like Justin Fields? Because they don't like Justin Fields, they don't like Trey Lance, I don't think they're going to trade up. They are just creating this to just sort of wreck the teams behind them. I, I honestly, that's the best I could come up with. I don't necessarily know why they're doing this, why they're acting this way about it. Interesting, I'm not saying they have to come out and say, we are drafting Trey Lance, or we are drafting Mac Jones, but they know who they're drafting. I'm not saying you have to. I'm not saying you have to announce who you're drafting the day before, three days before the draft. But they're they're really going out of their way. And a report came out. Ian Rappaport said on NFL Network, they are not telling whoever it is. They're meaning they're not telling Mac Jones or Trey Lance ahead of time of the draft. Meaning they do not want to be leaked, so they're being very secretive about this. And I honestly think it's it's so. These other these teams behind them kind of have to think about it a little bit, kind of have to struggle, make them be the ones to make draft decisions, not you. All right. Well, the Falcons have the fourth overall pick, as we know, and report is coming up. They are they are considering strongly shopping Julio Jones now. I don't think it's a terrible idea. I know a lot of people think it is. I don't think it is because Julio Jones isn't winning your games. He's giving you stats. He's Now, listen, he's not the reason why you're losing. He's certainly not the reason why you're losing. In those games that you win, he's part of the reason why you're winning them. But an A-plus receiver versus potentially an A-plus, an A-plus edge rusher, an A-plus tackle, 
an A-plus tight end. I think all those positions outweigh Julio Jones. Julio Jones right now is at the point where he still has, he still is in his prime, if you ask me. He He's starting to get to the back end of his career, but, but he still has a lot of good years left. You can trade Julio Jones. You can trade Julio Jones, get a lot for him. And by the way, we've seen this almost the past three years. The Browns getting Odell Beckham. The Texans trading away DeAndre Hopkins. Here's the thing. Those trades, if you want to trade those guys away who are all top uh, who were all at the top of their position at the time, there's nothing wrong with that. Here's the thing that the Falcons can't do. They cannot give up they cannot give Julio Jones for nothing. And and that's what the Texans and and really the Giants did. The Giants did a better job, but the the reason people are saying the Texan job the, the Texan trade is so terrible, it's not just because DeAndre Hopkins left and flourished. It's because of what it's it's because the Cardinals gave up pretty much nothing to get him. They gave up an older running back who wasn't in his prime, and a couple draft picks. They did not give up a lot. And that's what the Falcons are going to have to do. They're going to have to get their money's worth with Julio Jones. If you want to trade him, get help on the defense, get an A-plus edge rusher, uh, maybe maybe get some draft picks, see if you can replace Julio with cheaper, with cheaper weapons for Matt Ryan, that's fine. The thing that's going to be key for the Falcons is they have to make sure they get their money's worth because then it's going to be the DeAndre Hopkins situation all over again. All right, the Bengals are are starting to, they're starting to worry me. Um, in specific, they're starting to worry me because they may. I'm not saying with the fifth overall pick. Okay, they have the fifth overall pick in this year. I'm not saying if they take Jamar Chase over Nashville, that that is a mistake. I'm not saying that that means that they don't care about Joe Burrow, and I'm not saying that that's going to ruin Joe Burrow's career, that in and of itself. But here's what does worry me. So when this report came out about Jamar Chase, let me, this is the headline. Bengals are strongly considering drafting Jamar Chase, saying there is depth at O-line later in the draft. Okay, so if you ask any NFL scout, any of them, they will tell you there are about two to maybe three guys at tackle and guard this year. And then there's a big gap everywhere else. So that doesn't really scream there's a lot of depth at a line, at a, at a line this year in draft. But here, this is why I'm worried. I'm not saying don't get Jamar Chase, but I'm saying they're treating the interior of their team as an afterthought. And it's not just the draft. They didn't do anything in free agency. They didn't do anything last year in free agency to protect Joe Burrow. And last and a couple years ago, remember, they got Joe Mixon with the second round pick. They spent high, high picks high draft picks on receivers and running backs. They got one pick right, Joe Burrow. I'm not saying Joe Mixon hasn't been good in the NFL. He's been good. But there's a reason why his team hasn't made the playoffs in a while. There's a reason why there were years where Andy Dalton looked like one of the, why they call him the red rifle and he looked like a stud. And there are reasons why, why, he, why he looked like he needed to be benched other years. It wasn't necessarily all about him. It was because the offensive line, the coaching situation, everything in Cincinnati is dysfunctional. But if you want to build a good team, you start with the offensive line. You build inside out. Last year, they got T. Higgins with a second-round pick. It's a good weapon for Joe Burrow. 
but you didn't protect your first-year quarterback, and he had a season-ending injury last year. You have to protect him. If you want to draft Jamar Chase, that's fine. But the problem I'm having with this is that they're going about it like the offensive line is an afterthought. And if you really care about something, you will make it a priority. Now, I'm not saying they can't come out and say, you know, we need offensive line help, but we just think Jamar Chase is a once-in-a-lifetime prospect at the wide receiver position. Uh, we think he's the next Randy Moss. We got to get him with the fifth overall pick. That's fine, but that's not what they're saying. They're saying, uh, we can get Jamar Chase. Yeah, there's some depth later in the, in the draft. We, we, we'll worry about the the ta- we'll worry about those tackles and those guards later. Get the weapon. Get the perimeter built. And the perimeter does not do you any good if there if the quarterback doesn't have time to throw to them or if the quarterback's sitting on the bench hurt. It's not even particular about this instance. But they have not it, it's not just it's even before Joe Burrow. The last few years when they have been struggling, it is because they have shown very little interest in their offensive line. I don't quite understand it. I don't know who they're going to draft. And I'm not even saying to draft Jamar Chase over Panacea would be a mistake. I'm saying that they have got to start putting some serious thought into the interior of their team. It's not fun. It's not exciting. But Joe Burrow, the young quarterback who already had a season and injury in his rookie year, is going to need it. Okay, so I'm going to make a prediction here. Whether I think it's right or wrong, this is what I think is going to happen. Um, I fully believe come draft day, the Cowboys are going to make a swing and trade up for Kyle Pitts. Jerry Jones has done this kind of stuff before. I do not think he's just blowing smoke by trying to say we love Kyle Pitts. We all know he's not going to fall number 10. We all know the Cowboys need defensive help. If I'm Jerry Jones, is it possible he's looking at it like this? Listen, there are some corners available there. We do need another corner. But if you compare the two prospects, if you compare the highest corner prospect compared to Kyle Pitts, it isn't close. Some people think Kyle Pitts is the best prospect in this year's draft. And is it possible he's looking at it like this? I've got a lot of pieces, a lot of draft picks, a lot of money that I can trade. And I've got a lot of wiggle room on the offensive side of the ball. Is it possible I trade up, get Kyle Pitts, and just make our offense unstoppable? It will sell tickets. It will win games. It might not win a Super Bowl. It might not get its playoff games, but it will get us to playoffs. It will win games, and it will certainly sell tickets with NFL teams uh, planning on having full stadiums next year. And I think that's what's going to happen. I don't necessarily know what he will trade. That's why I tend not to do, whenever I do a mock draft, I don't do trades because I don't know what all they need to trade. But I think it's certainly possible, and I'm, that's my prediction, he's going to trade up and get Kyle Pitts. I think it's going to happen, and I think it makes too much sense to Jerry Jones. Not necessarily to me or maybe to you, but to Jerry Jones, he's sitting there thinking, I want Kyle Pitts, I'm going to get him. All right, well, that's going to wrap it up for Red Zone Radio. Thank you everyone so much for listening. Have a great day, and I will see you next time on Red Zone Radio.